the football ramble. <laughs> Favourite time of the week for me. James or Jim Campbell is here. Hello. Pete Donaldson's here. Hello. Luke Moore is here. All right. All f- present and firm. Thank you, Marcus Speller. <coughs> oh, you're very kind. <laughs> um, Favourite goal of the season. In England. Straight in there. In England with the top division or... Any division in England Well don't like Choose a Sunday league I've n- I'm going to go first <laughs> No you're not Pete you're going first <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to go Nicky Maynard Against Coupillard Oh yeah A lovely one Where he did it It was all on his On one foot wasn't it Was it all on The left foot And then the right foot To dispatch So it wasn't all On the one foot then When it comes to poetry You don't say Oh that was all written With a right hand <laughs> It's it was beautiful a, It was a beautiful bit of work It sort yeah. of lofted Over the top of him Bit of a speculative Sort of Let's Let's put it up to the big men up front And he just sort of <laughs> Took it sort of shoulder height on the volley Volleyed it again over a player's leg And then just did a sort of weird Sort of overhead slash uh, Mark Hughes Yeah Mark Hughes style yeah. volley into the top right It was perfect So mm. good it's hard to describe That was a way at QPR Did you say yeah. It was at Loftus Road Yeah, yeah. yeah. As, yeah as, as Pete said Well done Pete it's a good start Good start uh, James or Jim Yeah I, I mean uh, Bear in mind Despite <laughs> the fact That I did say That that, uh, that Chelsea Drogba goal Was the, the best, best goal, goal In the last, last 10, 10 years, years. Yeah. In the Premier League You I got a bit carried away <laughs> I think you'd, have, you'd either Had a drink Or a blow to the head <laughs> <laughs> Possibly both mm. James or Jim uh, oh, Well you know Football is a serious game As we know So I'm going to make A serious <laughs> choice And then my favourite goal Of the season Was Darren Bentz Against Liverpool <laughs> 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 that was a glow. That was Don't you mean a glow. <laughs> you having a glow? Lollipop. Loving that. Yeah, it was just funny, wasn't it? It just really, really made me smile. <laughs> <laughs> Darren Bent just Darren Bent. Like afterwards, he said, "Well, I didn't really think that much of it at the time, you know." But now, I suppose it is quite weird. Isn't it? What do you mean? You didn't think much of it at the time. <laughs> How often time. does this happen in training? <laughs> yeah. So that's your favourite goal of the season. <laughs> yeah, you ask. <laughs> You're a joke, James. You are a joke. <laughs> Luke um, I'm going to go Cameron Jerome Away Liverpool. at Liverpool Birmingham against Liverpool It's one all the time That was goal of the month He smashed mm. one in the top yeah. corner He didn't have a lot of space To get that shot off as yeah. well But he sort of forced it Brilliant goal That was an absolute bullet And I say bullet Because that's what it was Except it kind of wasn't Yeah, a metaphorical bullet maybe um, But I think they drew the game 2-1 I think Gerard scored a penalty to equalise But mm. that was to put them 2-1 up at Anfield And it was a great strike And the thing was, it was Cameron Jerome Yeah, You know, and, and he's had an okay season But he's not known for being a prolific Good scorer Good goal, but did he manage to deflect the ball off of another ball? No, he didn't no, <laughs> Absolutely yeah, not that's quite a skill. <laughs> It's a valid point, James No further questions <laughs> I, I feel stupid even mentioning <laughs> yeah. it now I, it, you said he's not a great goal scorer I hate that cliche When people say Well he's a scorer of great goals But he's not a great goal scorer Because no, yeah. mm. it's rubbish Yeah That as well <laughs> um, Another cliche I hate Which while I'm there Is um, When they talk about People fighting relegation When they say Well they're fighting for their lives mm. yeah. Not really I hate it <laughs> no. I also hate it When managers swoop For players yeah. <laughs> like, Sort yeah. of come like, on a, like, In a helicopter Or something I wouldn't mind them. it If they actually did do that Yeah Swooping and playing For your lives This is not like some Congolese league yeah. and yeah. players romping as yeah. well. <laughs> well, <laughs> well that's a different cliche it's almost as bad as when a manager gets handed a war chest <laughs> yes which <laughs> <laughs> doesn't one. happen no it doesn't uh, my <laughs> favourite goal I really like the James Milner goal for Villa obviously mm. against Sunderland was it well he stuffed it in the top corner I think it was Sunderland He's, he's got a couple of go- decent goals this season. It was an absolute hammer, though. He yeah. cut inside and then rifled it into the keeper's top left, I believe. Reminiscent of Thomas the Hammer Hitzelsberger. Yeah. yeah. Milner, George the Hammer Alberts. Yeah. Milner, to me, looks like he, he's fronting like a 
like a flavour of Monster Munch that hasn't come out yet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's, he's got that look to him. Yeah, he has. Yeah. Odd looking fella. I think he's probably, I reckon he'd be a nice bloke, James Miller. Yeah. He I'm does seem like one of the players that sort of got his head on the ground. Um, <laughs> 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 no, he does, though, doesn't he? Because we're always saying that the England squad does need to be lacking in decent yeah. chaps, and Milner seems alright, actually. Yeah. Well, one thing I that made that judgment based on pretty much nothing. <laughs> <but> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, he's done nothing overtly offensive <laughs> yeah. like all the other players. He's not sad to a massive club, basically. <laughs> yeah. You know, that, um, it was, the thing that really hit that home for me was that, that, that Carlsberg advert. Which is the one I sent around to you boys? You might, may or may not oh, watch the it. current one. Yeah, it's the, oh, the latest the one. The team took one, but the thing is, the, the only thing that undermines it is the fact that Carlsberg's not an English. Like, is he's Danish? Yeah. But apart from that, describe what the advert is. When like. it goes through all the English greats, you sort of think, oh, we haven't got any of them in our squad. <laughs> 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 They're all pricks. See, Jeff, is it Jeff Stelling? <laughs> you think like, I didn't spot Jeff Stelling in it, but you, Jeff Stelling. In case anyone's not seen it, I'm sure you will. I've still not seen it. What happened? Well, it's an England. It's an advert which says Carlsberg, probably the best team talks. Yeah, yeah. and so yeah, yeah, and so you've got all these, um, you know, like Clive Woodward, the rugby coach, or yeah. Kelly Holmes, and all these people. And like, Phil the power taylor, he's involved. Yeah. Yeah. It's like they're walking down the tunnel. You know, like that Mike, Guy Mike Ritchie Rayner. advert, the Nike advert. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, when it's kind of shot from the player's point yeah. of view. Yeah. Well, it's like that, and these players, Stuart Pearce is giving a team talk in the dressing room, and at the end they look up the stairs, and there's Bobby Moore there with a lion. Yeah, and they both walk off, and there's a picture of Bobby Robson as well. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's basically, and you've got this like voiceover that's that's really sort of pumped Stirring, up, isn't it? And it's and and so they're walking through the tunnel, and as I say, all these English uh, sporting heroes like Clive Woodward and Kelly Holmes and Phil the Power Taylor, Red so, Gray. Yeah, they're Carl all they're all involved. Is he? Yeah. They're, they're all cheering them on, you know. Go, go on, oh, go. Phil you Taylor know. puts a dart into the hand of God. Yeah, a picture of the hand of oh, God. Oh, does he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's one bit where this guy jumps out topless with a big St George's cross Painted on his on chest, him. and I'm pretty sure it's yeah, Jeff no, Stelling, and he goes, "Come on!" Like it's <laughs> a better advert than the Venables one. <laughs> <laughs> the adverts are starting to do in my head in already. The whole sort of—it's not just the sun doing it. This idea of like believing. Yeah, <laughs> do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Come on, let's delude As ourselves. <laughs> if we don't win, it's the fact that the reason for not winning is the fact that people haven't believed in us. That's right. Because yeah. yeah. that's how it works. Mars yeah. did a thing, didn't they? I think actually, look, there is a point in that because if you look at all the top <laughs> clubs, they tend to be the best supported. So yeah, that is true. Yeah, <laughs> logic. Yeah. Yeah, they've sort Sorry, of changed. Mate. They've sort of changed that Venables. <laughs> they've sort of changed that Venables. haven't they? To add in like they're more they're well, the somber head in <laughs> No, they've got, like, they've, they've got a lot, like a big crowd, and they sort of got these like cheap ass mobile phones that the son have got a job lot of, and they've got <laughs> yeah. them held up. And it's like, wow, this advert got cheaper <laughs> somehow. Spare us of the adverts, please. Yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> uh, football, that's right. That's why yeah. we're uh, Premier League. No, you haven't done your goal. Oh, I did, James Milner. Oh, of course you did, yeah. Sorry. Going back. Point, point, point. Points. Monster munch. Points. The season's over. No points. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I just... I need, I need one more point to clinch the title, so... Just <laughs> you haven't totaled them up yet. <laughs> um, it's definitely going to go to Pete Donaldson. Oh. Hey, sweet. Sweet, sweet like Monster Munch. Yeah. <laughs> Fair no, enough, Pete. Possibly. Pete gets it for going out of the top league. Yeah. The road less travelled. Um, the Premier League has been won by Chelsea. Pipped Pompey. <laughs> well, that's annoying. That's the FA Cup to come. Yeah, true. You've got you, you can get your own back. Yeah, we've got a massive spanking to look forward. To. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. What can make the season worse? Oh, a massive spanking in front of the eyes of the world. Eight <laughs> <laughs> uh, nil. They've yeah. put um, some teams to the side this season. Yeah, they they really have, my really word. Have. It was a bit of an anticlimax, I thought. But then it always was going to be, I suppose. I Chelsea at home to Wigan. Yeah, I mean they're always going to smash that. I, 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 I thought they'd get. Seven. I really. That's a bit help. <laughs> that a bit help from the ref. Yeah, of on, course. Though. Yeah, but not that it was in any, in any doubt. The, o- the only highlight of um, 
the afternoon watching that game was just seeing Drogba a bit miffed more to the point yeah, we're, we're going to be on the end of a few spankers this season as well <laughs> yeah. 9-1 against Spurs yeah. <laughs> they've conceded the most goals of any team that's ever stayed up I think oh, have they? Stat, which yeah. is not surprising yeah. Um, yeah Drogba did his best to um, to somehow make a twat himself the rest again. of the human <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> did you see when because um, obviously he wanted the penalty because he wanted to uh, add to his tally for the golden yeah. boot yeah and well, he went over to Lampard because Lampard got fouled, picked the ball up, and Lampard just turned around. No way, no yeah. way, not at one nil. No, not at yeah. one nil. He says. <laughs> That's brilliant from Lampard. Though, that is to stand up for himself like that and then to just dispatch the pe- penalty so calmly. Yeah. It's it's such it, a good penalty as well. Yeah. It just could nobody could get. Well, well the fact that Dropper got a penalty himself and a, and three goals anyway just makes him like more of a twat. Like he a was always, kid who got mm. the computer game he wanted. It's not like it was the ninetieth minute or anything. Uh, I really wanted to see Rooney win that goal yeah, boot after I saw that because imagine if he didn't score for the rest of the game and Rooney did score. I wanted every single Chelsea player to score apart from Drogba that would be <laughs> you know so what I will say and, and, and it's correct to, to, to sort of um, lambast Drogba about it but Redknapp Jerry Redknapp was going mental oh, basically was. because it was cousin Frank yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. to be fair to Drogba he did afterwards um, he did say afterwards that it was silly and he was wrong and Lampard was right well, to, to be fair no room for forgiveness around Lampard, this table Marcus no, there is with me well as, well as you will know Lampard dealt with it very well because straight away afterwards he was like oh you know Daly's just hungry and he's a winner so like he's, you know I think he, that was a very very smart bit of off the cuff PR from Frank Lampard <laughs> yeah. um, not known for his PR skills no, is he Drogba's kid's wicked yeah no, is he yeah, yeah, yeah. he's cool yeah. he's just this tiny little cool kid did you okay. see Kalu like jumping right the camera yeah there was at one point where they were getting had the trophy I think it was Terry and Lampard who had the trophy and then like Kalu just sort of jumped in front of the camera without really sort of thinking it through and then when he got in front of the camera he just sort of I'm looked so around yeah, and sort of jumped off right. again yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, uh, it's been a in- really interesting season you get the impression that if it went on for another month it would be a similar finish and th- there'd be a point in it because Chelsea and Man United they both pulled Tip away which just trading blows at the end of it it's yeah. interesting to see how Stoke and Wigan were very much just passengers in both games yeah. just like extras almost like <laughs> not the, even the, the, the Ryan Giggs goal in the uh, Man United game seemed to sum that up for me the way the Man United players just turn around like, like get on with it Stoke just looks about just not really sort of bothered they really were just there to make up the numbers we're yeah. playing football it, it shows you the, <laughs> sort of the real gap between the sort of top sides well, Stoke have had an alright season though yeah exactly well yeah, Tony, Tony Pulis has uh, come up with some very strong roads um Recently, in, in light of all this, I mean, they have had a good season. You know, they've certainly kept their Premier League status very comfortably. They've done really well, yeah. Um, they fin- I think they finished higher this season than they did last season. Yeah. Well, they're, they're doing what you have to do to go about becoming a sort of yeah. established Premiership side. Well, but Pulis um, has come out very recently and said that he's accusing some of his players within the squad of having a very selfish attitude and putting themselves ahead of the club. And he was saying that um, they th- actually think we're doing them a, a, a favour by paying them their wages. You know, you get this me, me, me situation and it can kill the dressing room. He went on to say that. We'll be working very hard to get one or two players out and working very hard to bring in uh, one or two fresh ones. And he, and he picked off um, Kevin Beatty at one point. Kevin Beatty, <laughs> Close relation of James Beatty, everyone. He picked off... You're right, it's not Kevin Beatty, it's James Beatty. Um, I always get those two confused. <laughs> yeah. uh, he said that... Uh, I thought Beatty was one of the main reasons we stayed up last year um, but he was exceptional but in this season he hasn't been very good so Kitson's been and Kitson he said Kitson he said Kitson was our record signer and I don't think we got what we thought we were going to get to be perfectly honest yeah three league goals in two seasons pretty poor but I think that's poor from Pulis he shouldn't be coming out out if they're going to be off in the summer anyway it doesn't matter I know I think it does I'm all for it well wait until they've gone you know what I mean I wouldn't want to sign for a manager that does that to me hangs me out of the drive I mean if you're another player in the Stoke squad 
squad and he's talking about some of your mates there, that's going to make you feel a bit like, yeah. hang on, what, what, if he wants what, to what does he really think about me? Well, and if he is in the shop window, then people are going to hardly yeah. be yeah, really yeah, scrambling yeah, yeah. to get him, are they? Mm. I suppose so, yeah. If, if you get a bad mouth, it may be harder to sell yeah, them, obviously. But, uh, He's had a run-in with, uh, with Beatty before, though, hasn't he? He has, yeah. 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 Didn't he they had a proper fight in there, uh, allegedly, yeah. yeah. Allegedly. Yeah. Well, let's move on from terrible man managers. Um, Harry Redknapp won Manager of the Year. <laughs> and uh, are we all having that? <laughs> <laughs> well, people have been talking about Woy, but Woy's not really done much in the league. This yeah, year. well, he won Premier League Manager of the Year, didn't he, Harry Redknapp? Yeah, which yeah. I think, really... It's I mean, fair enough, yeah. It's sort of fair yes, enough. Yeah. I mean, he's gotten to a level they should be at. Carlo Ancelotti, first no, year. I mean, you say yeah. that, but we know how hard it is to crack the top four, and I know Liverpool fall in the We haven't done it, James. <laughs> <laughs> we know how hard it is. Yeah, no, well, we can see how hard it is. A mere it. spectator yeah. can tell. Yeah, yeah fair I mean, enough. We've City thrown into the mix as well. It's been actually yeah, difficult. And Spurs have just done... They've they've beaten Arsenal, you know, they've, they've beaten Chelsea. They've, they've had some really good results. They've stopped losing stupid games. And they have done what they, you know, should have been able to do. And it's easy for us to sit there and say that. That, but they were struggling to do it and Redknapp's come in and he's finally done it he's finally sort of yeah. got them that achievement there, there must be an absolute dream land do you not think Ancelotti managed to season? yeah he deserves a shout as well Alex McLeish was up yeah. there yeah well one thing he got I mean just to play devil's advocate for a second is that no manager Uncle Avi no, well they, straight away <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no club has spent more money since Redknapp took over at Spurs than Spurs mm. apart from City so Ren, they, they've spent and a lot City of didn't get full I know it's academic because they made it and it's worth it but yeah. I, I think that um yeah, they have spent quite a bit of cash, and, they, and you say they haven't been losing silly games and stuff. Well, they, well, and well they, you know they, they've lost a few, but they cut it out, especially towards yeah. the end of the season. Well, the result speaks for itself. The table, yeah. you know, the table isn't going to lie. So, no, fair enough. I don't think you can have any arguments to say he doesn't deserve it. <clears> but I mean, maybe there are one or two other managers that do deserve it a bit more. Who knows? Blast from the recent past, Phil Brown. He hasn't ruled out the possibility of him coming back to Hull. Uh, Everyone else has. <laughs> <laughs> if we get that garden, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. uh, he fancies he fancies it, Phil Brown. I reckon in the championship. I don't know what that sentence means. <laughs> <laughs> Just. That's weird. Go <laughs> somewhere else. What yeah, he can strange. he not leave? It? Can he not leave? Does he not get? It? Does he lose his money if he goes somewhere else? Presumably, probably would. He only wants he to go to a club whose kit matches his skin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wolves are looking for someone. Yeah. Motherwell. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. More on Motherwell later, though. I think. Mm. I think that um, it would be a very strange move. I mean, they got rid of him. I mean, I don't, I don't know the reason they got they got rid of him. There's been a few rumours, but then they, just to get him back, what's that going to happen if he gets him from? It's just him saying it. Yeah, I suppose yeah. so. Yeah. But anyway, let's go. Well, over he's to on garden leave. He was probably hammered. I imagine yeah, he's exactly. not been off the source. He just sat over the garden fence to his It's like when you see people get made redundant, and like, oh, I don't know what to do. I've I've got, I've got <laughs> all this free time. I've got about three. Gra- I'm going to the pub. Yeah. I think while he was trailblazing across some country in his bike, they just misheard him. Yeah. Let's move over to our Newcastle correspondent, Pete Donald. Um, Pete, the, Chris Hooten's told that he can only get players in on loan, not allowed to spend any money. I, th- I, th- I think that's what a lot of people are taking from what um, the PR mind fuck that you guys are. <laughs> 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 they've, sort of, they've sort of pumped out this uh, this nonsense statement that goes back and forth. Yeah. It doesn't seem to make any sense. It just goes on and on and on. <laughs> Have they got a press officer? I ju- I ju- we I don't just, need it. We'll do it ourselves. I just yeah. genuinely just sort of think, oh god, we've got to release something. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the press statement says um, the days when such players 
advisors Alan Shearer, Steve Bruce, Peter Beasley and Michael Carrick had to leave Newcastle to begin their illustrious football careers elsewhere are over. Newcastle United is more than aware of the great passion for the game of football that exists locally and is intent on ensuring that every great Geordie footballer has the opportunity to play for his home team club. It's such an obvious piece of spin, isn't it? Because it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's clearly... It's, it's, we've it's, had we're good just going to rely on our youth team. Yeah. It's just managing the expectations. I mean, NUSC.com do make the point that... Uh, the excellent NUSC.com uh, do make the point that... I'm not advertising, I just genuinely like it. Mm. I'm not going to give you a column, Pete. <laughs> They've already said no. <laughs> they, uh, they sort of said... Well, haven't uh, they said yeah, something about the operating, prof- the operating loss has been massive and stuff like that? Well, it has, but it is at every club, I think. I mean, and, and you will get a hell of a lot more money in the Premiership, and, but, but they did make the point that uh, like something like seven out of the 11 players that played in the uh, under-18s and the youth team uh, at Newcastle United... They're not Geordies you know yeah, what okay, I mean? right, They yeah. might be British But they're not Geordies And they're getting mm. in Foreign players all the time To, 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 to distort the fire So to speak yeah. But mentioning Mentioning pissing Steve Bruce And Michael Carrick In the same They're hardly Geordie legends They're hardly Newcastle no. legends No, are they? no. They are to thing. me That's disrespectful to Beardo That is But like yeah, yeah, Peter Bigsley so. and Alan But it's just, it's just It is just managing expectations just sort mm. of going, We're not going to go out And splurge uh, a load of money Which obviously is sensible and stuff. Yeah, but definitely. the fact is They're going to have to do something Because we don't have we don't have a striker that could guarantee. Most of those players have played in the Premiership, and they never got anywhere near ten goals a season. Mm. Yeah, not back in shoulder in the Premiership. <laughs> but no, but well, he's the one. He's the one. Sadly, he's our best striker, and he can't. He can't sustain mm. like twelve goals a season. So I, I mean, do you not think? Right, though, mate. I, oh, sorry, I, I on, do mate. think managing expectations for Newcastle are, is an important team. Because he's I impossible. It's, it's, <laughs> it's staying up, isn't it? it? Has to be a priority next season. Yeah, of course. I, I, it's it's serious though. I mean, I know it's easy to take a piss out of like Newcastle and stuff, but they should get Kevin. Keegan in <laughs> <laughs> honestly because he's a man with experience at the top level and he, sh- and he should be ne- the manager I mean Chris yeah. has done a good job and he could carry on as an assistant <laughs> but they should definitely get Kevin Keegan definitely. in I mean he's already won- he's already run one football circus hasn't he so. yeah exactly big, sa- big Sam Allardyce was going on about in the, in the Sundays he'd be about, good um, as well, well about, he, he, was going on, he was going on about he was going on about how uh, he'd got his set up just as he wanted it he'd tinkered about and he was ready to rock and roll in his own words God. and imagine Sam Allardyce rock and roll. Yeah, that means put the dinner on. Got, got, <laughs> get got, some Travis on and let's have a pie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, was sort of, he was sort of saying that Scott Parker found it hard to play in front of the Newcastle United uh, United play, United supporters, Aww. and uh, Gary Speed found it hard to play in front. of the, It's like it's not putting words. What is putting words in these footballers' mouths? Paul yeah. Scholes never found it hard to play in front. Of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, if I mean they are obviously short of money if they were hoping to get some money from the 39th uh, match in the Premier League which of course Richard Scudamore the Premier League's chief executive tried to pedal you've forced that link and you've just about got away with it (laughs) please continue (laughs) on behalf of the rest of the boys please continue (laughs) don't don't (laughs) alright um he uh, he said that he's ruled out the possibility of the 39th game. He said it's uh, not anywhere in our sights. We have moved on. <laughs> really, Richard? <laughs> you have moved yeah. on. You've taken a time <laughs> in doing that. Yeah. Um, we've just done a. a Was fan- he just expecting it to happen? <laughs> uh, well, I don't so know. The season's run out, and there's only 38 games. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we're definitely not doing that then. 
Anyone? Yeah, we're definitely not doing that. No. Is yeah. he looking for a job at FIFA? Well, he's <laughs> I next think he's goal got winner. One. Yeah. <laughs> next goal winner. He said that it was all about generating money for uh, the other clubs. It's all about generating. That's money what he said. Stop. How can we? Poss- <laughs> how can we possibly thank you, Richard, for this act of altruism? <laughs> he said. He said uh, we got the hairdryer treatment from the public opinion, and therefore we uh, backed off it eventually. Yeah. 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 Fair yeah. play to him he? for admitting that. But, but he, why is he, he said that? Huge, huge boo at Stamford Bridge on Sunday, didn't he? Which is quite funny. Good. You think he'd blend in? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, dear oh dear. <laughs> Jamie Carragher could be called up to the England squad. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm going home. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going home. Why? Because he's slower than me. But he's, <laughs> he's retired from international football, isn't he? No, he's, he's apparently he's, he's receptive to a uh, to a call up. Uh, well, of course he what is. If he's guaranteed he's to his, start up front or something. He's just had the worst season of his career. Of course he's <laughs> going to be receptive to a call. Is up. he quickly taking back his autobiography and changing what he said about England? That he well, wasn't that bothered. No, exactly. I mean, the <laughs> thing is, you've really got. To, I mean, you've got to question that. I mean, if I was Michael Dawson now, and if Carragher gets in that score ahead of Dawson. What's going through Dawson's mind? He's had a brilliant mm, season. You know, he's a much really better well. defender. I was Sol Campbell. Yeah, well, there you go. If I was Ledley in... King. If I was Jonathan Woodgate. If I was anyone in the flipping Terry world, Butcher. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I've never seen a player tore the ball upfield as so much often. as Jamie Carragher. I'd take so he's, long to do it. He's just, yeah, he's just, he's just incredible. He hasn't got another move. He's like a bloody rock'em sock'em robot. He's got one move: bang, <laughs> kick uh, up the field. Um, I think that you know. I think in fairness, King will probably go. Mm. But I, I would see. I'd like. I'd like to take this opportunity to say that I prefer to see Sol Campbell there. There you are. Really? Yeah. He had a been doing Jamie Carragher. Yeah, had a bit of a the Jamie Carragher. Carragher yeah, come yeah. on, oh, definitely. But um, <laughs> I can't believe we're talking about Carragher and Sol Campbell at the World <laughs> Cup. Crazy, <laughs> I, mean, King, I can't believe Luke's come round. I mean, how, <laughs> yeah. say somebody gets a serious injury and King has to step in. What happens two games down the line when he's no? Well, King has played the last exploded. three. He yeah, played the last three league games for Spurs. Yeah, but that doesn't mean he's going to consistently be able to do that, does it? But it's only how many. The maximum amount of games you're going to play is like seven or something. Yeah, but say we have to play those seven games. Say Rio Ferdinand in seven gets days. injured oh, right. in the first game, which is feasible yeah, given the season he's had. Kings then got to step in the whole. There time is now. there is a little bit more of a break that I think people realise. Yeah, and you have got games. other defenders. I think there's sort of yeah. six games in between the, the group stages or something like that. So it's just a risk. I, mean, I, I, I do agree with you, James. I know I th- what you're saying. You know what I think the way that should be tackled though is it should be honestly tackled between Capello and King, mm. and Capello should say, "Right, sit down here, son." This is the schedule. You know, in a, sit in a down worse, you need it. In a, yeah, seriously, <laughs> sit down because your legs look fucked. <laughs> <laughs> this is the amount of games we could have to play. Can you play? Them? Have you got anything on? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You're going to Kasana's wedding. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. right, oh, you're an usher. Fair, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. No, I didn't get on the guest list myself. I, I think there's a lot of press speculation made on this King injury issue, but I just think that the physios and the manager in between well, them. Graham managed it. They would have sorted him out. They would have sorted out between them. Yeah. Um, Gareth Barry. He's got an injury. Oh, that would be, be a real shame. Yeah, because he'll, he'll probably start games. Yeah, you know, and he's earned it. He's really earned yeah, it. Yeah, he has. He has. Um, I loved what Capello said. Did you hear about the whole Ghostbuster thing? <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. he said. Uh, um, Capello said that uh, with regards to the um, not having won the World Cup for forty-four years or whatever it may be. Now, <laughs> I think yeah. he's right in saying that. Um, yeah. And he, you know, he's, he's, this ghost sort of hangs over us. Mm. You know, which it, which it does. And he said, when I first got here, there was this Croatian ghost after that defeat um, under McLaren's England, mm. which he got rid of. You know, very soon after he came in. And he said, I hope the thing. Uh, I hope the same thing happens with the ghost of '66. I like the Ghostbuster idea. I like that. He's, even, he's, he's <laughs> allowing the press yeah. to sort of. Well, attach he, this thing to him it's like well, you may not you know photoshop me into a turnip but you can call me a ghostbuster <laughs> yeah. well he 
actually <laughs> yeah. says, he goes on to say, he says, I like the Ghostbusters idea. Let's go with that. Because I want to take the team as far as he possible. He just keeps mentioning really cool things like, I would snipe that record with a gun and rifle. Yeah. <laughs> it's Rio Ferdinand shotgun in Winston Zedmore. <laughs> th- the thing is, though, we've just talked about how much we love the advert of Bobby Moore in it. So, yeah. But I know, I well, do think... Just oh, no, because I'm not, I don't love it, I think it's... Went wrong. No, 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 I don't love that advert. I think it's very, very cheesy. But it is the... the, the the best, best of, of a band, band bunch. Yeah. We have said before that that it's it's the biggest burden to, to the England team is that mm. 66 win because no one will forget it. 44 years of hurt. Yeah. Bollocks. I don't think they were particularly hurtful in 1967. No, exactly. Everyone loved <laughs> it. Everyone was loving it still, yeah. Still At drunk. least till 1970. Yeah. Good, Good friends, James. Cotton. I've never thought of it like that because <laughs> I wasn't born. Yeah. In Scotland, Rangers have got the trophy for the league title. They already won it, of course, but they, they were presented with it. A little bit of an anticlimax because the um, the comeback specialist Motherwell were in town. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, they were 3 1 down to Rangers, two goals in uh, injury time. But this was a few days on after their incredible 6 6 draw with Hibbs. Wasn't there a missed penalty in that game? Yeah, there was. Yeah, they were. Could have won when, it. when did they. No, no, no. They, they it was 6 5, they missed the penalty, and yeah. they went on to equalise afterwards. It was an absolute What stream. a goal. Yukovic, was it? He scored that exactly, volley into yeah. the top corner. Van Bastonesque. It's great stuff. I enjoy the name Giles Coke as well. No, nice. <laughs> so you should. Mm. I think we should all it's enjoy just it. Fun from that game as well. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy it responsibly. There's something weird as On one of the stands, it's got keep. Keep cigarettes away from the match or something like that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's a huge sign on one of their From a match, just Weird. don't like them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, Clumsy. I, I love the fact that Craig Brown, after we named one of the shows a nothing, nothing result in yeah. honour of him, he, the, his team draws six all. Yeah. <laughs> six, six. Well, that was the opposite of a nothing, nothing. Nothing result. <laughs> <laughs> Two nothings with a little sticky wicky off those items. <laughs> <laughs> like like five and one and four and two. <laughs> then, then you said, then <laughs> when I don't know why. From Northern Ireland. <laughs> 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 Ulster rule five. Yeah. No, right. I. Uh, and then when he was asked what his favourite game of the season was, did he list every single game? <laughs> 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 yeah, that's it. And who do you think has been the standout player for your team? Well, Whoa. in goal we've got <laughs> <laughs> the back four, of course. Who have they got in goal, Marcus? Squad number one. Crunch, yeah. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but yes, uh, Rangers have their hands on the trophy, and well uh, done to them, and, and well done Congrats. to them. Uh, incidentally, good, we had good week for. Blue people everywhere. Yeah. yeah, just while we're in, while we're in Scotland, from Pompey. they're having a right party in Avatar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just while we're in Scotland, we did have an email from a chap called Tony who knows Terry Butcher because he's mates with his son and says a very good, and good and down to earth man. After he was criticised on the show by me, by you, yeah, well, uh, you, after, you don't know after he was. So he just <laughs> he bucked up his ideas, did he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You don't know this Tony guy. He might be a dick as well. <laughs> <laughs> Just say I'm not, I don't know him either. But I'm just saying. I'm just saying that's the, you know. I hope you've enjoyed listening, Tony. <laughs> um, Tony has spoke. Well, I've not met you, Tony, but I'm just saying. I'm just saying there's a there's potential there. But if you're going to slag off Beatty, Tony, it's just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. In Spain, Barca go into their final match of the season with Valladolid, uh, pretty much with the league wrapped up. You would have thought. Pete's got a Valladolid uh, pendant on his bedroom door. Yeah, yeah, so he'll my, be putting uh, for them. My sister lives there. Oh, okay, right. But she's moving down to Madrid following a boy from Peru. It's uh, sort of very weird. 
Okay. More on that next week. Nothing less. <laughs> yeah, 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 more on that next week. Peach blog is available. <laughs> <laughs> Not at nufc.com. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but Barcelona Bar- should have been about six nil up, and they end up almost throwing it away. They were away to Sevilla. They lost. Yeah. Uh, they sorry. They won three two. Uh, yeah, it was r- unbelievable. They were three nil up. They were playing a wonderful stuff. Messi missed a couple of good chances. Actually, yeah. rubbish. And, uh, <laughs> and suddenly. They hit him with two goals. <laughs> the thing that is, if they were going to slip up, they were going to slip up at Sevilla. They're not going to slip mm. up at home to Valladolid. Mm. I mean, Valladolid do have a lot to play for because down at the bottom of the league, 16th, 17th, oh, 18th, close, 19th, and 20th yeah. are all separated by three points. Um, Zerez or Therez. Uh, Therez. <laughs> Thank you. It's Sheriff, isn't it? Um, Go with that. They're, they're <laughs> bottom with 33, but the other. But haven't they got clubs? about minus 200 goals? <laughs> um, <laughs> they are woeful. It's 201, actually. Right. Um, you know. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Tenerife, uh, Santander, Malaga, and Valladolid uh, on, 36 all on 36 points. All on 36 well, The points. thing is, I've, Real are at home to Mallorca in the last They're day. away to Mallorca. Mm. Mallorca have got a chance to get in the Champs League. Yeah. That's right. That would be yeah. unbelievable stuff. So you would expect Barcelona to win the league there. But again, it's nice that that's gone into the They last destroyed day. Bilbao, didn't they, uh, Real? Mm. One five one. Well, it was one all at half time, I think it was. But but Bilbao know, were down to 10 men. You know, Bilbao were down to 10 men. Statistically speaking, um, La Liga is more um, of a two horse race than, than, oh, God, than, yeah. than the SPL this season. Oh really? Yeah, it's it's more. It's, it's yeah, there's unbelievable. A, there's, a, there's a bigger points gap. Yeah, it's, it's a crazy. Huge points it's like gap. a twenty-nine points gap between Barcelona and I think, third. I think it's it might even be. So, oh no, you're right. Yeah, you're yeah. right. It's about that. I think they <laughs> are ninety-six Barcelona mm. and um, Valencia. Are on the obvious thing so, to yeah. do then would be to let Celtic and Rangers join La Liga. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right, James. I think you're spot on. But there's been news in in, La, in Spain of um, some clubs agreeing to do it, form a breakaway league, haven't they? Really? Yeah. Just they just agreed on it on a vote. Today I think Details are pretty sketchy At the moment So I'll we'll leave it there it? Right. But um, I think it's going to be Hopefully It's going to If it works It's going to split all the money The TV money equally right. Just even out Even out Have they told Sky Sports this? I don't know I don't know Can okay. we get them on the line? Can we get Sky Sports on the line? We don't have a line No fair enough Okay um, Serie A The Coppa Italia oh, Totti went Absolutely batshit I say Serie A And then I go into the Coppa <laughs> Italia yeah. Do you know what I meant? Sure. <laughs> yeah. Italy Yeah Let's embrace all of it uh, Yeah sorry Inter beat Roma 1-0 And who went mental Luke? Francesco Totti <laughs> Thank you <laughs> Strange enough When he kicked the shit out of Mario Balotelli None of the other Inter players Looked that concerned <laughs> yeah. no, did, did Ross, Ro- De Rossi Rossi went Oh yeah. Yeah. He had his hand, hands over yeah. his head No What are you doing? I felt sorry about Balotelli Because he absolutely thumped him Yeah, yeah. Uh, it takes something for you to feel sorry for Balotelli, don't you? Yeah. I yeah. would give good money to see Totti and Cassano up front <laughs> together for Italy yeah. in the World Cup. Fat oh. bastards United, brilliant. <laughs> well, not at the moment. In the future, they will. Totti's put some beef on. Has he not? Yeah, he has. He's put on the pounds. Because there's... Um, oh, who's the other striker? Mikkeli. Yeah. Mm. They was talking about a favour as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Despite being very good. He's <laughs> chunky as well. Yeah. yeah. Chunky, chunky Italians boys. Get chunky Italians Into that squad <laughs> Chunky yeah. Italians Sound like a sort of Team from somewhere weird It sounds like a Dolmio <laughs> recipe <laughs> I'll have the chunky Italian <laughs> And a banter Yeah <laughs> Yeah um, Into Well that, that's gone to the last day as well Because Totti scored two uh, Late-ish goals They've really pulled away Those two teams now, haven't they mm. They're about ten points Clearing with that Yeah oh yeah That's yeah. right Interesting yeah. that both Inter and Bayern Are on the verge of doing uh, The treble Yeah Oh right respective yeah. countries That's right yeah And Europe um, Inter uh, uh, to play Siena Who are already relegated They're away at Siena though aren't they They are And then Roma so the uh, Roma are to play Chievo 
but I, I think the fact that Siena already relegated. But they might play with freedom and Inter might buckle under the pressure. It's not going to happen, but it yeah. might. Well, look at how Portsmouth play. They started playing with a little bit of. <laughs> I feel uh, no, patronised now. No, to be, <laughs> fair, to be fair, they did Burnley start playing well. with a bit of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. start playing with a bit of. When they've gone relegated. Rolling Not a team's playing Rolling Riveron up front Burnley got great result against Spurs, didn't they? They play a bit more freedom. Ben Ornwick's positioning was very strange. <laughs> Some of the decisions he made. Is it Ben Ornwick or Ornick? Either way, he was he out of his goal for two and a game. He'll answer, answer to both. I reckon it's Anik. Anik. So you spell Anik. Is ben. it Anik? Like Anik Castle. Okay. Germany. It's Germany time. <laughs> Be honest with you. That's not a part of the show. Um, yeah. <laughs> this is an odd it, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's Germany. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to slip it under the radar. It's you've like caught a me. Chico. You've, you've caught me with a hand in the cookie jar. Um, Jens Lehmann. It's all over. It is. Oh. Good night. <laughs> 22 year career that man had. God. Yeah. What, filled, what a career. Filled with lols. He's got, Jens Lehmann's got a role to play in this show. Got a lol to play. <laughs> <laughs> Next season, we'll have to think of a feature with Jens Lehmann involved. Just, just, Crowbar him in in whatever way possible. I, uh, I fear for his wife, kid. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Just rolling around the house being mental. Yeah, in a helicopter. Yeah. I've knocked. I have knocked the vault down. <laughs> yeah, he's going to be. Got... He's going to be taking that helicopter down the shops now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he won't know what to do. He's not doing that anyway. There was, there, there was a blog that described it as Jens Lehmann got in his helicopter and flew off into the sunset. It's like, yeah. a wonderful image. Yeah. Um, he uh, he. I didn't realise this. Uh, a few months ago, he made his his film acting. Debut. What? So, <laughs> so maybe he could be a bit of a film star. I hope so. You'd like to see him in Cantona, maybe. You know? I would yeah. very much so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Next James great. Bond, was, or is that ridiculous? No, no I can <laughs> <hear> nothing. <laughs> James ridiculous. Bond. James Bond. Imagine James yeah. Bond. There yeah. you go. No, he'd be an air wolf. He did hint about the possibility of getting into management. He's just toying with our affections. We'll have him at Pompey. Who'd have him managing the Ramble team? God, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't know what you were doing. (laughs) Just from a helicopter with a megaphone. (laughs) Hovering. Yeah. (laughs) Also in Germany, St. Pauli. FC St. Pauli promoted. Friends of the Ramble Dean Windass Hall of Fame Entrance FC St. Yeah. Pauli They've been promoted To the Bundesliga really? Ladies and gentlemen great great The German League Is continually excellent It's great isn't it it's pro- for, for loads of different reasons As well mm. We've got to get the out high of entertainment factor And like it's run really really well The quality's really good mm. I they, love uh, Germany them, I? them and Kaiserslautern uh, Are in the Kaiserslautern are a good, Got a good yeah. history as well I know I was Yeah Very, It's good to see them Back in there They won promotion well, weren't they oh, already the, promoted by a ridiculous pro- goal difference? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's result. right. Yeah, um, they lost on the final day, but I loved it. Did you see it on the on the? Talk us through it, Marco. Well, after the final whistle had blown, Luke hmm. and chaps, um, <laughs> the uh, you know that they come out to Hell's Bells by ACDC. Yeah, yeah, that's great they stuff. Well, they, they, yeah. That's right, Mister Australian. Um, they they went uh, into the dressing room, but they came straight back out. And some, I'm not, I'm not quite sure if there was some of their own players had swapped into Bundesliga. The good yeah, thing about yeah, this yeah, is yeah. they planned this before the game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, great. yeah, yeah, yeah. So what, so what happened is uh, Pauli went back into the dressing room and then they came out to Hell's Bells by ACDC, of course. 
and they were playing against like a Bundesliga all-star team so each player on the Bundesliga team had a kit from the Bundesliga but didn't play an entire game no no it wasn't it was, <laughs> it was a muck about it was like yeah. a, it, was a, it was a mock game if you like um, Jarolim the captain of Hamburg played <laughs> they're, they're rivals <laughs> they yeah. are but he it was great because um, apparently in a in a Powley versus um, Mainz uh, game there was uh, a referee showed like a, dub- uh, a simultaneous double yellow card to play so <laughs> there was two guys point. he was going to book so he just he had two yellow cards in each hand apparently the John Wu of referee <laughs> <laughs> that's great Appar- apparently so so they so they reenacted this because Yerolim the, the Hamburg guy started kicking off and the referee brought out two reds for him and then he was <laughs> yeah. he was obviously pissing around and he yeah. was, was Effenberg like, involved and he no 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 he, he started, kept, kept he, well away as he, was, as he <laughs> ran off he started giving yeah, he the did. middle finger to all the crowd but it was <laughs> <laughs> but it was all banter though yeah. that's, great stuff. that's great stuff can you imagine Danny Murphy doing that at Stamford Bridge <laughs> no you know so it, it, it's probably worth pointing out in case anyone doesn't really know what St Pally are all about they're kind yeah, of like of an alternative so. football club they're in they? the Hall of Fame yeah yeah but, but they're just they've got this very sort of uh, left wing sort of like yeah, sort all of inclusive liberal stuff. kind of um, just attitude to the club and they have a lot of like sort of punk and goth fans and stuff like mm. that and it's there's a real sort of carnival atmosphere around the club so it's great to see them up in the Bundesliga it is right absolutely wonderful. the song that was playing throughout that game was a David Hasselhoff song no 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 they celebrated after it's with, a terrible with David, I, I would never get that David Hasselhoff's looking for freedom <laughs> why what, you're overthinking it Luke even trying to get to it. <laughs> yeah, it's this is Sim Pauli being promoted to the Bundesliga and the Hoff looking for freedom. Comes I'd up. love to see him in the Champions League. And you're going, well, this is a bit odd. I'd love to see him in the Champions League. <laughs> Against Ke- Kenny Pavey's icor. Oh, oh, hey, come on. Delish. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, I reckon Kenny Pavey should go to Sim Pauli. We should get Kenny Pavey on the phone again soon. Yeah. yeah Maybe for the World Cup. Maybe. Mm. Yeah. Emails! Very good. Thanks. Um, who wants to go first? James Well I'll have a go right. <laughs> I love how he gives you the opportunity And he just yeah, tells just, you Because yeah. well, you all look blank lately oh, Dear oh dear Here we go Dear Pete Jim Luke And Ringo I have re- <laughs> <laughs> Hang on Good Good <laughs> doesn't, stuff It doesn't really say that Marcus I've added that for comic effect And it worked Yeah um, I have recently defected to the ramble From another weekly football podcast Which shall remain nameless I've downloaded all the episodes from this season And I'm slowly working my way through the episodes In reverse order One email you read out Was regarding the hilariously named Tobacco Monopoly FC from Thailand oh, And it yes. seemed to spark Riotous laughter <laughs> I remember Mainly that. Lukey Moore's giggles Well apologies for the lateness and if you've already been enlightened but take my hand and let me take you to the joyous <coughs> world of the Zimbabwean Premier League they love a good name there let me start with the teams <laughs> they love a good you've name you've got Lengthens <laughs> that's a great name <laughs> that's great stuff pretty good straight away isn't it Motor Action <laughs> Caps United yeah. and my personal favourite Lancashire Steel Good one. <laughs> An honourable mention goes to Huangay Colliery, who wisely changed their name from Wanky Colliery. Oh, good. <laughs> Why change it? I don't know, I, I, who, who would know? As, the sta- <laughs> as for stadiums, the most amusing would probably be the aforementioned Steel, who played their home games at Baghdad Stadium before folding <laughs> in 2008. Oh. Next up, team nicknames. There's the Busman, the Green Machine, and the frankly tremendously named Chimby Chimby Boys. <laughs> the best team motto. <laughs> See, it, I think. I think you say this C in Cabba the English translation is, is quite simply <laughs> we will win <laughs> lovely however the jewel in the crown is the players my favourites include wonderful Pepperary Gift Lunga Junior Melody 
Let me try and get this right. Melody Waffa Wanker. <laughs> Friday Breakdown Fury. <laughs> Blessing Yogo Yogo Makoniki. He's just making him up. <laughs> Laughter laugh Chilembe. Shaky Mr. Gulls Tower. That's not That's true. a great nickname. You're just making him up, Jim. No, I'm, not, I'm not Mr. You. Gulls. Simon AK 47 Mugabe. Gift Ghetto Maparawa. <laughs> George the Mastermind Shire. Gift Umbro Mazudazi. Umbro! None of them are true. <laughs> and finally, Sponsored. surely the greatest name ever, Danger Fourpence. <laughs> Lovely. Danger, was, Danger Fourpence before. Yeah, we've heard of Danger Fourpence before. Exactly Apparently, super. he was named due to his ability from a young age to play on the turn and spinning in even less space than a sixpence uh, was a thing he could do. But fourpence isn't even a coin. Exactly. It's mental. Well, it isn't Zimbabwe. Why, why, Anything goes as currency. Why yeah. God don't just do that? <laughs> 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 no, no, no. Penny. There might be somebody even better. It should be Danger Hapney. Just <laughs> really Penny. hedging Danger Penny. Penny's not as good though. Half it? of them are definitely not true. Yeah, but that, that's, from, uh, that's from Tort in Acox Green, and he says, "P.S. Please read my messages. It took me four train journeys flipping between the web and emails to type this. That's some dedication. So yeah. well done to you there. <laughs> yeah. Tort. No, you completely made it up. But thanks anyway. <laughs> Pete. Okay, and uh, he didn't make that up, Luke. No, sorry, he would not. Yeah. Have I'm not cheap. Stop, stop, call, stop offending everyone. If he if he had made it up, he would have given himself an equally comedic name. Yeah. <laughs> the lack of belief from you is incredible, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this uh, email is from um, uh, Steph, our most loyal German listener, apparently. Yes, mm. good. We've not tested them all. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, One might. Guten Tag, Macht, and Ho, of course. Mm, if we did test them, he'd have passed. Never yeah. did. Yeah. Never did, German. But, uh, your question about the most exciting last day of a season the other day made me think back to 2001 and the final day in the Bundesliga. Schalke and Bayern. Schalke started the day on 59 points Munich on 62 With Schalke having the better goal difference Schalke beat Unterhaking 5-3 in a great game at home Coming from behind twice Munich were 1-0 down in Hamburg Final whistle in Schalke And the news about the game in Hamburg came through The whole stadium went crazy Including a massive pitch invasion Celebrations everywhere Players hugging Fans with tears of joy all over the place and so on However there were still 3 minutes to play in Hamburg In the middle of all the partying Schalke decided to put the game in Hamburg up on the big screen the inevitable happened of course an indirect free kick for Munich inside the box I think uh, Hamburg uh, Hamburg's goalkeeper picked up a, a back pass oh, yeah. uh, Patrick Anderson scored a goal uh, one all Munich won the league again I will oh never forget God. the pictures from the ground in Schalke from party mayhem to utter devastation I can't <laughs> imagine, right really I can't imagine that many people being embarrassed at once it's quite a personal <laughs> thing that do? sort of embarrassment Schalke were known as uh, Meister de Hersen from then on which is roughly translated champions of the hearts of the German public there's no consolation though is it don't get a trophy for that do you (laughs) and then he goes on to say that uh, our podcast is better than another podcast (laughs) 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 Steph thank you very much Steph Schalke actually this season they finished second and when when what was it they they lost at home recently which pretty much ended their mm. title hopes but like the whole the whole crowd called for the team to come out and all the rest of it because they just they've had an amazing season yeah really? it's a real shame obviously they didn't win the league but they wanted the players to do a lap of honor and the manager and everything they oh, wow. had that's, a great time lovely. there you know Good. once again the bundesliga brilliant you know great place to be mm. luke you've got the last one well yeah bear with me because this is quite a long one but it, it, it is worth it um round before ho 
I thought I would drop you an email and fill you in on my conundrum. I have faced this conundrum for the past four years. When I first joined my current firm, I got talking to the big boss, and turns out he supports Manchester United. Is this a Nigerian email where we have to (laughs) loads of money in our account? Just get your card out, yeah? (laughs) Um, In fact, he has a couple of season tickets at Old Trafford. We talk for a few minutes about football and then go our separate ways. I'm happy as I think I've made a good impression on my new boss. Over the next few weeks, he sees me around the corridor and starts mentioning the Spurs results to me. I think this is odd, but I always smile and nod politely back. After a few weeks and months of this happening, it dawns on me that he thinks I'm a Spurs fan. This is the point I should have stopped him and set the record straight. I don't know. Why rock the boat? (laughs) As the season draws to an end, he comes into my office and tells me that he's a ticket for the Manchester United Spurs game at Old Trafford and would like to take me up there with a couple of his other Spurs pals. I should, of course, have stopped him here again, but I had never been to Old Trafford before, so I jumped at the chance. <laughs> and then he's put, what harm could it do? After first Was that on the company? Yeah. Well, this is what he says. After first okay. class travel to Manchester, dinner and a night at a nice hotel, and a chance to see my beloved, in quote, Spurs at Old Trafford, I realised I can never go back. <laughs> Four years on, and I've now been to every game at Old Trafford involving Manchester United and Spurs. <laughs> Including two FA Cup games. A couple of times I've even had to trouble up on my own because my boss couldn't make it. I have had to adopt a Spurs fan persona in my office. I have to be happy when they win, distraught when they lose, and when a new person joins and talks about football, I have to tell them I support Spurs. I even had to go and tag along to a few games at the lane to not arouse suspicion amongst my colleagues. It's like being trapped in hell. I fear the only way to end this is to quit my job or commit suicide. Other than that, I could probably just support Spurs full-time. Let the harsh reality of my plight be a lesson to you all. Never lie about who you follow. It'll only cause you problems in the long run. Anyway, I'm off now to have the Spurs badge tattooed on my arm. Never let the mask slip. (laughs) Keep up the good work with the Ramble Hall. And that's from Kevin Carruthers, who's a Leeds fan. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that is superb isn't it? Oh. I've got a mate who has to do that because he gets so he gets so wound up about people sort of ribbing his team that he like everyone Who's in the team? industry. Well, I don't want to say, but everyone sort of he listens to the show, but everyone in his sort of industry just sort of doesn't know who he really supports. <laughs> but this is something he's deliberately done. That is amazing. This guy's yeah. gone too far. He shouldn't hit the bud. It's it's some sort of living (laughs) nightmare. He's got loads of trips to Old Trafford. (laughs) That's true. That is wonderful stuff. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Lovely bit of work. So, uh, where's the goodie bag going? I think it's got to go to Talks in uh, Acox Green. For all the research and And the the four train journeys he went into. The multitasking for his computer as well. Pressing that, pressing Alt-Tab. No, it was on his phone. It was on his phone. And and, and the fake Spurs fans had too much free stuff as it is. (laughs) 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 He's only pretending to like the Rams. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's right. Hi, I'm Gary Lineker. This is the Dean Windass Hall of Fame. Can there be such a thing? Boys and girls, it's profile time. And ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening too. The profile today will be the African legend that is Salif Keita. Salif Keita. Salif Keita. Malian legend. He is indeed. And I'm glad you know that. Yeah. But I reckon you don't know that much. Not enough. I'd like to know more. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you've come to the right place. Fill us in. Yeah. (laughs) Well, let's... Firstly, the most important thing to know is that he was born on December 8th, 1946. 21 years before the Summer of Love. Well in. Thanks. 
Um, you guys don't do this enough. It's always me doing this summer enough. Thing. <laughs> well, it's your thing. I don't want to step on your toe. Enough. It is my thing. What Go did on. he win though, James? <laughs> <laughs> We've heard that for a while, have we? No, we haven't. He was nicknamed the Black Pearl of Africa. There's a, lot, a number of players over so the years. Sabio was called that, wasn't it? Mm. He was, yeah. Um, I suppose I didn't have Twitter at the time. So <laughs> exactly, yeah. That sort of thing. <laughs> Hashtag. Yeah. yeah. A lot of stuff getting doubled up without anyone over, knowing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's very, it's an excellent point. Um, Cato grew up in uh, a very poor district in Bamako uh, in Mali in the 50s, and football was his you know, escape from, from poverty, really. Um, he played for. He very young uh, getting into football. He was the youngest ever Malian uh, international made his team debut in 1963 at the age of 15 <laughs> very young indeed very mm. young yeah he was playing for Real Bamako and then he moved to Stad uh, Malian in Mali of course um, but at the age of 15 the first international cap absolutely incredible and as a teenager he it's described he led Mali to um, the, the country's most successful um, finishing in any tournament, which was the final of the uh, the African Cup in 1972. Unfortunately, he got injured and couldn't play in the final itself, where they were beaten. But you know, as a teenager, leading his country, that's to, incredible. <laughs> Some achievement there. You know, brilliant. I mean, I know. Okay, Pele won the World Cup when he was 17 and so on, but it was really described that he was. But Pele had quite a lot of good players. No, but that's, yeah. what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, he was he was the the real driving force. Um, by that, uh, by that point, um, and of course, you know he was getting a lot of plaudits in, in Mali, and he was beginning to become well known around a bit of a reputation around from some of the big European clubs. Yeah, and they were aware of who he was. Um, now, at the time, the the government of, of Mali were investing heavily into football um, because they thought that you know better success on the football pitch, you know, kind of distracts the people from what's going on often in the country, or it was a real tool of uh, getting their political ideas across. If they propaganda, were. if you like, it's a word that would sum it up quicker. <laughs> um, <you know. laughs> and so they wanted to keep him in Mali. They wanted to to keep Cater in, in in Mali. They didn't want him going off to Europe and playing in, in the big leagues, as it were. So he had to escape, and he, he managed to get to France. Now, he arrived... This is quite an incredible story. He uh, he landed in Paris um, after flying there, of course. That makes it sound like he jumped. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, he arrived in Paris. He got into a taxi and then uh, said, oh, I need you to take me to Saint-Étienne, which is uh, over 300 miles away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the taxi took him there. And uh, it cost a few quid. Yeah, I can who say was that for it? Well... The club did. He oh. basically turned up and was like, "Well, I'm here," and they were like, "All oh, right, uh, okay, <laughs> a bit unplanned, but fair enough. Yeah. Come on in." But he did repay them. Okay, with goals. With goals. <laughs> nice. And maybe even lols. Lols, <laughs> um, <laughs> as we've seen. <laughs> Very true. Uh, 135 of them in 167 games. It's not great bad. stuff. Worth the 300 uh, mile yeah. journey. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Can I have a receipt? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Less than a goal a mile, though. So disappointing. He's <laughs> 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 still an outstanding record, though. Yeah. Um, and uh, he held them to three league titles and two French Cups when he was there. Um, and Saint Etienne was a big club in France at the time, and they he were. was just loved by the people, an instant hero. And he said that it was the first time an African had had a chance to have a career like that. He was really one of the first Africans to play in Europe in one of the for one of the big teams. You know, we've talked many times before of, of various players in the podcast, like Yeboah, you know, coming into the Premier League and so on, and and you know Roger Miller for Cameroon and and various a bit others. Later on, though, but it was a touchdown. But this guy. 
you know, is such a legend in Africa. To fit in so quickly as well. That's it's right. Such a different sort of, I presume, slightly more regimented system. I don't yeah. Know. yeah. And in France, often people would refer to him or describe him as um, the artist of the football. Oh, nice. You know. Um, and the uh, Saint Etienne manager at the time, Albert Bato, said that uh, he could do anything, just like the top Brazilian players. I can see him try things that were supernatural. And the um, you know the, the fans just loved him. The whole the club the, the club Saint Etienne loved him, Cater uh, so much so that in 1968 the club adopted a black panther as their emblem to honour their star striker, which is still kept on their badge to this day. Wow. Mm. They changed their badge for this guy. <laughs> That's great. This is, and this is one, this is the big team in France at the time they were huge it's amazing (laughs) unbelievable that's like Man United putting a baby elephant on theirs for Rooney (laughs) (laughs) it's just like a potato Um, in 1970 he became African footballer the the first person to be awarded the um, the Ballon d'Or African what year was that in 1970 alright First player to win it. Uh, he moved to Marseille after that, and uh, and then he went. He had a few years in Valencia, Spain, and Sporting Lisbon in Portugal. So he went round yeah. some of the leagues. He in also a taxi. that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, he also uh, played in the US for the. Um, it's either it's the Boston or the New England T-Men. When you say the US, yes, do you James. mean Nazel? He played in the North American Soccer League, yes. as so many of the D-Men does, all of yeah. them did. It's almost a prerequisite. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, he played in, in France, uh, Spain, Portugal. It's like uh, he's taunting his, his ex-government, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've left, look what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, having a brilliant time. <laughs> I've left oh, so much, much I've left four times. <laughs> yeah. I've left other places now. Yeah. <laughs> Um, he returned in 1986, and he, he, he Did came he jump back, back. He jumped back all Good. the way from Boston, I presume. <laughs> um, he, uh, he he first worked in a bank when he came back, mm. and then uh, he uh, in- installed catering services near the the River Niger. Cater catering, yes, brilliant. <laughs> Good stuff. Start um, with the name, work back. <laughs> <laughs> in 1994, he founded a football academy named uh, Center Salif Kaita. Cater, sorry, which um, included a first division football team, and the centre has produced players of uh, the calibre such as uh, Diara for Real Madrid. Oh yeah, wow. yeah, and uh, his his nephew Saidu Cater. He's a really good player as well. Yeah. It's, it's founded a team. That's brilliant. Yeah. I think Sissoko might be a, a relative of his as well. Any any talk of Canute? No, 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 I'm afraid not. I'm okay. afraid not. Um, Andy Townsend? That's right. So, yeah, this centre was, you know, I mean, look at the players they've produced, you know. It's great stuff. Um, it, it's been such a, a pivotal thing in, in Malayan football. Um, the uh, Division One club was also named after him. And uh, from 2005 to 2009, he was president of the Malian Football Association, or Football Federation, should I say. Um, and now he is uh, the owner of uh, the, the Mande Hotel, which is situated on the banks of the, the Niger River in Bamako, in case you want to find him. Yeah. Uh, and shake his hand for the, the wonderful man that he, he was and still is. He has a master's degree from uh, Sussex University. <laughs> <laughs> it has to be put in. Did he ever go to <laughs> bed? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Only in the taxi. Hang on, he's got a hotel, hasn't your boy got a hotel as well? Yeah. yeah. They could so. share tips. <laughs> Maybe they do. Yeah. Maybe they do. Um, so yeah, just uh, it's so important for the for the game in, in, in Africa, you know. As I say, we talk about 
often talk about pioneers, of course, but this guy really was, you know, the epitome of, of mm. an African footballing pioneer. We'll have to get some footage of him and stick it on Ramble Tune. Mm. Um, but not a bad word said about him. Everyone said he was uh, just a, a wonderful guy and, and just an incredible striker. Um, and had a huge role, as I said, in, in helping Africans' talent uh, be noticed in Europe all those years ago. Um, there's a, a film called uh, Ballon d'Or, 1994 film, which of course is Golden Ball in English, which is based on the life of him, of Salif Keita. He said about his um, career, he said, Before me, uh, Africans used to support Muhammad Ali, Pele or Eusebio, as they didn't have an African idol. Now, he says Eusebio there because Eusebio played Portuguese, for Portugal, yeah, yeah. whereas, of course, he didn't. He, he played with Mali. Although he didn't play too many times because he couldn't come back to the country after. Uh, ironic. Yeah, <laughs> sadly <laughs> enough. Um, he said, But So when my son started to shine in Europe, all Africans were happy. When I went to Senegal or Algeria, Cameroon, the stadiums were full because I was a hero. Well, he certainly is, and he's in the team. That's all the fame, ladies and gentlemen. Come in, cater. Come in. See if we can cater to your needs. Good. Good. It's not the worst thing we've done. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely people, that is the end of the show. I hope you've had a lovely time. If you want to email us, the email address is podcast at thefootballramble.com and the email address is thefootballramble.com. There's all sorts of marvellous things on there. May I recommend the Jim Love Toy blog because it is pretty good. And he's on Twitter, I believe. Yeah, you can follow the ravings of Jim Love Toy on Twitter. It yeah, is yeah. Uh, twitter.com forward slash Jim Love Toy TFR. TFR's for The Football Ramble yeah, Clever Clever Not just we, we had to set it up for him though mm. um, And in other news We've decided to do A World Cup drinks Oy! Following up the success Of the uh, the Ramble Christmas drinks oh! Where a good time was had by all Yeah that was fun um, uh, 12th of June The day England play USA There's a couple of other games yeah. as well There is there's, uh, not, Argen- not as important like No Argentina <laughs> Uh, kicking off their campaign against Nigeria and Greece, South Korea. Greece, South mm. Korea. So you can see Diego, El Diego. See, June twelfth from twelve noon. It's going to be at the same place it was at last time, which is the King's Arms in Wormwood Street, which is near Liverpool Street Station. Um, so if you want to come, then please email at podcast at thefootballramble dot com with your name, or just just uh, put yourself as attending on the Facebook group, and that should be enough um, for us to put your name on the door. Um, if you want to come down from Scotland, I promise you, I'm not making this up. <laughs> this is super. Um, there's a guy called Russell Glencross, um, and he's going to run a bus down from Edinburgh. Um, <laughs> if you want to get can involved, I, can I just say the subject title of that email was superb? Oh, okay, the whole. Okay, the who? Yeah, there you go. Hang on. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. We're having a we're having a drinks, right? Based around an England game, yeah. And suspiciously, loads of Scottish <laughs> men want to come down in a bus. Is I, this a good idea? I trust them. I trust them. Well, no, but and you has... know why I trust them? Yeah. Because the email address is scottishramblebus at gmail.com dot <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. If you want to come down from Edinburgh, there's a bus going. Get involved. But he has said though, hasn't he? That they're not. Well, he be. said, "Don't worry, kilts and USA tops will not be the order of the day. Just don't ask us to like Ashley Cole." That's fair yeah. enough. <laughs> he put his foot in it we again on the weekend. Yeah, so. he did. Yeah. Did so. he? What's he done now? Well, he, him. That's all from me Good, thanks James Super stuff Well if you're cold Which you might be uh, <laughs> And you need a t-shirt right? You can go to our website And you can click on the banner At the top of the page For um, cultzeros.co.uk Where you can buy yourself A lovely Football Ramble t-shirt It's the, the Dean Windass Hall of Fame entrance um, Their faces Your chest yeah, <laughs> I'd say Super. if you're if you're warm, uh, you should wear one because you don't want to walk around with your, your top off. No, yeah, you true. don't want to be an oike. Fits for all you wouldn't get in Harrods like that. <laughs> 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 Newcastle fans turn his nose up at the yeah. sides, you know. 
Um, well, that leaves me to say, say goodbye, James or Jim. Goodbye, Marcus. Say goodbye, Pete. Later. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. We're all getting a taxi to St Etienne. Cheers. Amen.